Hey everybody, welcome to my podcast, my first ever episode. My name is Summer Davis. I'm currently a grad student studying dietetics at the University of Arizona. So for one of my assignments this semester, I was asked to choose a subject that covered a nutrition-related concern in the world, and I immediately gravitated towards the unhealthy relationships with food. Um, This is a personal topic for me, and I felt that I needed to share because not only did I struggle with food and dieting constantly, it made me extremely depressed and caused me to gain more weight and it made me hate myself. It made me really dislike the person on the outside. Um, My main audience that I would really like to get into their brains and provide more knowledge would be moms and their kids because I'm a mom, I have two boys, Um, I have witnessed personally with friends, family, the negative impacts that food can have on someone's mental and even emotional relationship with it and themselves. I have watched friends and family stress over food choices and fight with what their body needed. I've watched other moms just starve themselves so they could try to achieve that body before they were pregnant. And unfortunately, I have witnessed moms keeping food from their kids because it was labeled bad in some news article. Parenting is hard. Parenting is super hard. And parenting is not only about making all the decisions when it comes to our kids, but we get stuck. We, we get stuck making these decisions. And what do we do? We seek outside sources for information. Why not, right? Social media is there. Why not? So with that being said, let me set the stage for you. So as a mom, what is scarier than the moment you're trying to figure out if your baby was getting enough food and if it was the right kind of food? I think I can say for most moms, it was very stressful. We were in charge of deciding between choosing, you know, for the third time in a row now, those dreaded sugary, no good bananas that sugar-free mommy on Facebook posted about last week. And she was stating that they're not good for babies or any children. All while we dream of the easy stress-free meal time with choosing bananas for the third time. Or our decisions switch over. We are talking about the carrots and, you know, the news and social media and other people are saying that these give them super eye strength. But was feeding time going to be pleasant? Absolutely not. It was going to be an epic battle um, leaving you with carrots in the hair and a cranky, exhausted baby that was still hungry. So to be honest with you, I wish at that moment I would have known that those bananas that I chose a third time in a row for convenience and for a stress fee feel like feeding time was not bad. It was feeding your baby and ensuring that they were getting the nourishment and not just overloading them with terrible banana sugars. So to be honest with you, That's step one. Next, over the last several weeks, I actually asked um, 
several people what overcoming unhealthy relationships with, like meant to these people. And most of them had similar answers. My youngest participant was as young as eight years old. And my oldest mom was in her 70s. Most of the answers that both of these people gave were things like, uh, not eating all the time, maybe once, once or twice a day. Um, counting the calories to make sure your steps are more than the calories you eat. Not eating bad foods like cookies, cake, anything sweet, certain fruits. Carbs are to be avoided at all costs. What? You have to exercise at least once a day to burn off all those bad foods. My mommy said I can't have snacks between meals because it's not healthy. And other children said sometimes I just want to eat a lot. And my mommy said that I will get fat if I kept eating so much. You know, kids go through a lot of growing over the years. And I can't blame them for being much more hungry than normal sometimes. But why deny them the food? So let's really jump in to what unhealthy relationships with food look like. So the question is, what is exactly an unhealthy relationship with food? Well, it's when you feel that you need to earn your meal times, either through food restrictions um, that are like labeling foods bad, like the cookies, the ice cream, the chocolate, any type of sweets, or of course, the carbs. By the way, just to let all my listeners know, you need about 45 to 65% of your daily, cal daily calories to be carbs. And that translates, wait for it, roughly between 200 and 325 grams a day. So just let that sit with you. Another restriction would be constantly thinking that extreme exercise is needed to remove those so-called bad foods from your body. Um, also, unhealthy relationships include hyper-focusing on the amount of calories you consume instead of the stuff that you're putting in your body. It's nourishment. And then there's the people that diet dive. These are all signs of having an unhealthy relationship with food. And there's many more. Unfortunately, today's social media has actually driven the food industry in so many different directions. And people are more prone to listening to the relatable mom on Facebook instead of really actually diving in and doing the research to get the correct answer. Well, here I am, have no fear. I have done some research myself that I wanna share with my listeners because I feel that this topic is truly important. As I mentioned earlier, this is a personal topic for me, and I really want to share what good nutrition looks like and how someone's version of nutrition might not actually look like yours. It might be completely 100% different. So I want to share with you what good nutrition looks like and how someone's version is different. So example one, person A ate a half a bagel for breakfast with an eight ounce coffee that had sugar and creamer, you know, whatever creamer. I like hazelnut, so she has hazelnut. Person B, she ate nothing, but had two cups of black coffee for the morning. So my question to you is, even though each one of these individuals had a completely different breakfast style, 
Which one is unhealthy? Think about that. Were they both unhealthy? Maybe the one with the sugar and the car coffee or like even the carbs. The carbs, you know, oh, those are so terrible. <clears throat> well, the answer truly, guys, is neither. Neither one of these are unhealthy. But what makes an unhealthy relationship with food is ignoring hunger cues. And feeling the need to earn the other half of that bagel or earn lunchtime by only having the coffee in the morning. Drop your unhealthy relationships with food and learn to embrace those signs your body gives instead of ignoring them. Let me say that again. Drop your unhealthy relationships with food and learn to embrace the signs your body gives instead of ignoring them. Don't label those meal times or certain foods bad. This only creates a negative thinking about food as a whole, as in general. Embrace. Again, let me say this. Embrace the signs. Listen to your stomach when it's rumbling. Listen to your head when the hunger headaches start. Don't push yourself to feel ill so that you can have that cheeseburger later or tomorrow or sometime. So guys, promoting portion sizes truly is the realistic and measurable outcome that we need to pay attention to. You can have that cheeseburger. Just don't make yourself sick by eating the entire thing. <laughs> you know, I know we've all been there, but you can always eat the rest later. There's nothing wrong with not finishing the entire meal. Who knows? Maybe in a half hour, you might be hungry again and finish that burger. Either way, eating when your body tells you to and not starving yourself is the healthy way to go. This is a healthy relationship with food. Not eating because someone told you that fasting is how everyone should be living their lives. Now that's unhealthy. We know all the different, or we are all different and unique. So why do we stress about the things that place us in large scale, scale categories? Truly, we are all individual. We are not the same and we are our own selves. So as I reflect on the importance of promoting that all foods are good and encouraging portion size awareness, it's important to really remember that we, we all need food to survive. We need to put a stop to judging that coworker that takes a donut twice a week from the break room because he or she is following their hunger cues. They're creating happiness with their food choice and they're actually nourishing their bodies. So let me be honest, that donut twice a week is not bad. The judgment and the label given to that certain food is just because it has sugar. So the key takeaway I want my audience to leave with tonight is food is your friend. It's not your enemy. Eat the foods that create happiness and stop stressing about putting labels on certain ones. Everyone needs carbohydrates, fats, proteins in order for their body to function properly. So eat that cookie after dinner. Enjoy that bagel, regardless if it's half or whole. Enjoy that bagel in the morning because at the end of the day, that food that you put in your body is giving, your, giving you complete nourishment and not negativity. 
I want to thank everybody for coming to listen to me, and I really enjoyed speaking about this matter. I hope that I have more people join me soon for another pod- podcast regarding nutrition and health. Thank you for joining me tonight, guys. Have a good night.